This podcast is part of the Frederick Podcast Network. Learn more at listenfrederick.com. What's up, everybody? It's episode 116 of Beers in the Lot. Before we get going, I just want to remind you about our t-shirts and hoodies that we have at beersinthelot.com slash shop. Go check them out. And if we're missing a color scheme that you'd like to see, let us know. We'll add it. So on today's episode, our guest was Josh Schneider of USA Blind Hockey. Josh enlightened me and the guys about how blind hockey works and told us about the similarities and differences. Or should I say how few differences there are. And we talked a bit about how he and the Hawkeye Guy Foundation are promoting the idea that hockey is for everyone. So here we go. Let's crack the beers. That doesn't look like a beer, John. What is that? Because <laughs> it's not. <laughs> this is a smart water. So it's uh, vapor distilled water with electrolytes for taste. <laughs> and it's purely balanced pH. <laughs> that pH balance is important, you know. Yeah, this How's is the mouthfeel? <laughs> really good. Actually, like in terms good of like, in the bottled, nose. In, in terms of <laughs> bottled water, like I just the Sani has always tasted weird. Everything else I don't mind. Um, but yeah, the Sani is like a Coke product, so I don't even trust it. I don't even think it's real water. Um, but yeah, smart water. So yeah. Uh, whatever. Still in sober October. We're we're powering through and murdering thirst, so that's all I can say. Uh Riggs, what are you doing, my fellow uh sober October brethren? Yeah, this is the last uh episode of Sober October. Yeah. So uh, this is my last athletic brew, athletic brewing brew. It is yet another upside dawn. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> three weeks in a row. Sorry, Jeez, Riggs. <laughs> but That's uh, worse than me. We'll, we'll get back to uh, yeah. yeah. We'll get back. We'll get back to some uh, new and interesting brews uh, in November. And Daniel always has new and interesting brews. Always. So what does Daniel have? Yeah. So I've been trying to hold up you know the the podcast this this month with new brews <laughs> so uh tonight i have night shift brewing uh, mm. it's fluffy it's a hazy ipa nice. night shift night shift he, yep night shift is, is great good stuff. great stuff and aaron who stepped his game up this month uh what do you got we we had to put this podcast on our backs this month while the guys do sober october <laughs> so tonight I, i'm going with a uh a cold trail blonde ale from Mountain State Brewing Company, brewed here in the great state of West Virginia. Uh, it's pretty good. Job, yeah, not bad. Yeah. Hmm. And tonight we have a guest with us. We have Josh Schneider of the Dented Puck Podcast uh, and uh, USA Team USA blind hockey player. Uh, absolutely, yes, yes, I am, <laughs> and actually, uh, formerly Maryland roller hockey player. So yes. I'm a oh, right on. So oh, excellent. That's, uh, <laughs> that's my connection. Actually, my connection to uh, Frederick Hockey because that was our that was our practice facility. We went out there from College Park to Frederick like twice a week. Uh, oh, that's wow. commitment. Oh, that's commitment, right? Like, <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> um, I do. I I do have to chime in on the beers though, because and you guys are gonna appreciate this. So. The end of my USA Canada event this weekend actually ended me at Newark Airport, then right to the Prudential Center to watch the Devils score the first goal 
and then watched Mackenzie Blackwood literally just pass it <laughs> off the board and absolutely start about five beers deep of um they were promoting a uh uh the stick toss brew from uh Tom okay. River Brewing oh, Company. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I had to take the first and I got the first before the game and then like very quickly into the second period I got two and three and then <laughs> it kept going because that's kind of how that game kept going. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and of course my, my wife's company have been season ticket holders for a while. So when they get tickets, they're six rows behind the goal. So um those of you who didn't hear, I'm actually legally blind. Um and I play for um the US national blind hockey team. Um, my vision on like a lot of blind people, I have really good vision for everyday life. Like I have 2040, but I have like incredible, incredible tunnel vision. Mm. Um, so I'm able to actually see the game just not really far away. So these were good enough seats to watch. I think every goal in front of me, I think I actually <laughs> had every goal in front of me which, which, it, in a nine goal game is usually pretty good, but that was not pretty good. <laughs> 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 I actually, I actually, literally sat there on a power play, going, "Ovi's just sitting there. Ovi's just sitting there." Yeah, well, that's what happens when Ovi's just sitting there. <laughs> he's, he's been doing it for eighteen years. That's his office. <laughs> it's funny because uh, last episode we were actually the Devils came up because I was I was watching the game uh, while we were recording and. Um, I had looked up some information on the Devils because I was interested and in, in everything, and uh, we we all said, "Man, like they're actually a good team. They're playing well. They just need some goaltending. They need some stops. And maybe if Blackwood doesn't send the puck up the middle to Connor Sheary on a shorthanded chance, <laughs> um, you know, it might help his case. But um, yeah, I, I think they're they'll be all right, man." <laughs> yeah, they're they're yeah. but they're in that they're also in that era they're in that time of the rebuild that it's like you're gonna get an absolute dud and then they turned around and and whopped the Red Wings right like, right like they did what you guys did us and turned on Molly whopped the Red Wings which my buddy's <laughs> the Red Wings fan and I have not said anything yet and I think it's gonna be funny they're just not gonna say it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like it's that's what that's what happens. You you know you know those years when you're just yes. like, all right, like it's gonna come together at some point. But it's just like it's it's entertaining to watch, um, <laughs> which it hasn't been for years. So like it, we got kind of got to that point. It's just really getting over that hump. Yeah, let's talk about blind hockey. What's what's different about blind hockey from the game that most people are used to seeing? Um, so honestly, at our highest levels, you wouldn't. The only thing you would notice is that the puck is bigger and makes sound. <laughs> um, our yeah, uh, and and we are and us on the back end are a little bit insane. Um, <laughs> so our puck is. I, obviously you understand the need for it to be louder to, to be right. louder and to be larger for those of us who um have that much vision loss that they can't see it at all or that have enough vision loss that they can kind of see something that's a little bit bigger than a little black rubber biscuit flying around <laughs> um so the best they've come about uh blind hockey has really kind of been about in canada since the 70s but it's kind of been like localized to, you know, the Toronto, the, you know, Toronto, Montreal area, a little bit out on the West Coast. 
then uh, two brothers came along probably about 20, about 20 years ago and really started working on it and really kind of blew it up to now it's actually kind of we're working on being a Paralympic sport. So our version of the puck right now, which is already in millions of engineers' hands who want to make it better, is a five-inch wide piece of sheet metal um, with eight ball bearings inside. So it is not fun to block. <laughs> um, but then, then there's there's a little other caveat to it. So I mean, so uh, but honestly, with that, with the with the ball bearings inside, um, and the size of it, it really takes a lot of us, and it makes it a little. It makes us into hockey players as opposed to a lot of blind people just trying to find a puck. Right. Um, <laughs> a side note that actually kind of, it's kind of funny along those lines. I know you guys are beer leaguers, so you, you totally appreciate this. Uh, we work with a, a charity called uh, Dog Nation. Um, they're out in Colorado, and they have a new uh, chapter in St. Louis. And we're at the St. Louis tournament, and it was a bunch of blind dudes, um, a couple of our friends who were, will they will admit, worse players than the blind dude. Um, and, uh, and, and the goalie, the goalie was a mid to high level goalie. Um, we played some periods with the regular puck and some periods of the blind puck. I mean, after two games, we're all sitting at the bar and, and we're like, one of the dudes, Dirk asked, uh, asked Christian, he's like, Hey Christian. So, uh, what's the difference between, um, between when we play with the blind puck and we play with the regular puck. And it's like, well, when we're playing with the blind puck. I have a team in front of me. But as hockey players, we like we're all hockey players. We all know. We all know exactly what he means. Because like yes. we're so so I'm one of the only ones with that much clear vision to be able to kind of pick up where it is until it goes out of my field of vision. So I can kind of pick, figure out where it is just using my hockey sense. I know what's going on. But a lot of the others, it's just it's tough for them to just pick it up. So it was just it was just too funny because we all just I like that's exactly what it is. Um, so this puck really just makes a bunch of us old like old fart hockey players into sadly international hockey players. Oh, um, <laughs> oh really, dude? Uh, so uh, three years to the day, three years to the day from my first practice of me literally shuffling my feet at 37 years old and I think like 245. Um, I am five nine, by the way. So two forty five is nothing to be like. All right, that's not bad. Um, that's got that. That's like for for me going. Oh man, I have to play hockey again. Um, so three years to the day, I was in a van with uh with my boys on the way to, to play Team Canada in blind hockey for Team USA. So wow. it's it, it's been a it's been a wild road, but um I uh I mean. So blind really is just the puck, and it really is from there about including everybody. Yeah. Um, we the way we do it, we have a point system. So you have to be legally blind to be able to play internationally. But basically, like if you have an, a vision issue that makes causes you to like it not to be fair to play hockey at your level, um, it's inclusive. So they're more than welcome to join any team on either side of the border. Nice. <laughs> um, but when we play internationally, you have to be legally blind to play. 
Uh, they also, the way they do it, they make people that are less than legally blind. So they kind of take the spectrum and they break it down so that they give value to different parts. Um, so we have B3s, B2s, and B1s. So uh, the B3s are those people who are just legally blind. So tw is tw legal blind is 2,200 in your best eye. So you can be 2,200 mm. in EHI and be legally blind. Um, the other end, on my end, uh, I'm a visual field. So it is less than 20 degrees of your vision in your best eye. Wow. Uh, so I am a lot worse than that. So I'm what called, what's called a B2. So I want to say the acuity is 2,400 or worse. Um, and for me, it's... It's ten. It, you have to have less than five percent in your best eye. Personally, I only have my right eye, um, and I have the bottom right about nine percent of it. And as a righty, I'm an absolute liability with the puck of my stick. <laughs> <laughs> and like, dude, I was a puck movie defenseman in college. It was like it. That was the toughest part. It was like making a joke out of my offensive skills. Like, I can either see the puck. If I'm looking at the puck, I can't see anything. So, like, mm. it is that's been like the toughest part is me trying to gain an offense, but I am like absolutely dirty, dirty on defense. But, <laughs> and, but every like, and that's the thing, everybody's got their own kind of issues and how they fit into this sport. Um, and then you have the B1s. So, our B1s are totally blind. Um, we usually put them in goal. <laughs> <laughs> well that's that's like a rule though right like uh, so so i mean not really because actually one of the most amazing people i've ever met his name is kevin brown he is totally blind and he plays defense and out and he is but does the whole game based on echolocation and his positioning and shot blocking is out of control like to the <laughs> point where i didn't know playing with him for probably a period and a half and he had to tell me and then like after he tells you you're like all right yeah it makes sense a little bit now but dude like right on point it's crazy wow huh. yeah it's amazing. amazing so now now, now the go now back to the goalies and that the only other rules are based on the goalies being completely blind so the idea is that was the best way to include the totally blind players and not just shut them out but now if you think about the easiest thing is the fact that they don't have to go anywhere they don't have to worry about moving so, so we're so we're including blind players without them not moving. Hmm. The our goals are a foot shorter, and our goalies play butterfly the whole time. So if you have like a decent sized thick dude, like he could take up a good piece of that net with a five inch wide puck. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but this is so, and the only other rule is you have to make a pass with this puck in the offensive zone. So that the goalie can hear it kind of, you know, going from right to left so that they're able to react and the puck's not just getting fired at their face from 20 feet away. Absolutely. <laughs> <It's> understandable. Which <laughs> happens. And it is just like, dude, you don't smoke the goalie. Like, <laughs> you, just, you don't, dude. <laughs> well, you don't, but uh, you do, right? <laughs> like, there's oh, no dude, way that no, doesn't it's, happen. It's literally, one of, it's literally one of those that, like... <laughs> Even if you're you're on the other team, you literally have to go up to the goalie and make yeah, sure he's yeah. okay. Yeah, like yeah. That makes sense. I mean, if you think about it, like this thing is you ever play with those training pucks? Oh yeah, yeah. Like, the oh, heavy like the ones? heavy ones. Yeah, yeah. 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 
like how and how like if you're not paying attention, they can kind of roll off the toe of the blade. Um, yep. Like just you're not even thinking like it's just got that weight to it, and then this is just that weight and kind of awkward. So like hmm. it ta- you have to be able to like there's kind of a point you know like kind of when you're a kid. I know you guys um are coach. Some of you guys are coaching kids, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, there's kind of that point where the kid can shoot off the ground and then, then really be able to shoot off the ground. Like yes. it's kind of this thing with this blind puck. You got to be able to shoot to get the thing up, but if you can get the thing up, it's it, that's, that's when you don't want to It's going up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's still the same goalie gear, so it's still hitting the same spots, but it's not made to hit certain areas when it's five inches. So that's, yeah, <laughs> we get some funky things. You could get hit by like a spoon or you can get hit by a fucking like a big wooden spoon like, like and that's what the goalies explain they're like they're like take a shot at me for 100 miles an hour at that thing she's like that 40 miles an hour that i don't think with see and that's the other thing you don't know it's coming you know right. it's coming yeah. you just don't know it's coming right <laughs> and, uh. and of course so um my buddy and I drew, so we run a, a charity called the Dented Puck Foundation. Um, and as you see, if you have a, so the, the thing is, this metal puck um, made of sheet metal to keep the weight down, when it hits the post, it deforms. <laughs> yes. So <laughs> our puck end up turn, looking like cupcakes. It's really, it's really it, it, turns, it literally turns from something that's a cylinder that's wider than it is tall to something that's taller than it is wide. It's, how many pucks do you go through in a game? Yeah, how many do you go through? Um, I mean, USA Canada games will go through three or four. We'll, we might start a period with them. Um, other end of it, they are sixty dollars a piece. Whoa! Oh yeah! Ouch. Oh. And there is and there is one company that makes them think of it what you will, but that's they're the ones that that's supply. What I was going to so. say like there's oh. probably only one company that, cornered the market. Yeah. Yeah. And th- there are so I mean there are so many prototypes out there, but you need. Like people that bring the buzzers, like we wail the post and the buzzer goes. Mm. Um, they, they if, if they try to make it more, if they try to pad it more, the thing becomes heavier and then it becomes more dangerous. Like Man, right. then you right. have the higher level guys who can get it moving and then it gets more dangerous. So it's mm. it's kind of like mm. we're at a weirdly happy medium for what we have right now. And it, there are always people trying. I mean, there's my coach has friends at Disney that that they're that work in Disney engineering that are trying. Um, there's a kid whose master's project is literally trying to find a new puck for us. Wow. <laughs> so it's just one of those that like, we are like, we're in our infancy and we're trying to grow and it's what we got right now. And until we can find something that's safe and works for everybody with the sound, um, and the size, it's kind of. Right. We have our dented puck, and hey, it works for our charity. <laughs> uh, You've also got something else besides the dented puck. You got uh, the Hawkeye Foundation, right? So, um, so my my bunny, it was more like we. I need to do one and make sure if I if I mess something up in doing the charity right, wrong, that I <laughs> that I make sure I do the right one right. Um, so. <laughs> Um, I, I'm the weird one that makes up names. My wife loves it. So I, I came up with the Hawkeye guy and, uh, I was one that like, I noticed very quickly and we all know how insanely expensive hockey is. Yep. Like 
the 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 problem is like you have hockey that's that insanely top, and the statistics for legally for blind adults are is just disgusting. It's like the employment's at like forty percent. Mm. Um, the median salaries in like the low th- in like the high to mid thirties. Um, mm. so it's just like it's and and people with state aid, the gold it's state aid to live, not state aid to you know Play enjoy hockey. yourself. Right, right. So, I mean, I taught special ed for a long time. So it was kind of the perfect storm of seeing like, yeah, okay, well, we we know how expensive hockey is. And we know kind of the economic issues and financial issues typical of blind people. And just the fact that like, yeah, blind, first of all, there aren't many blind people and putting a blind person on, all right, maybe they want to try sports, but then you're putting them on skates on ice it's a like we have a very very tiny piece of that venn diagram to to get together (laughs) right which yeah which in order to create events means nationally um Mm. so and then you know pre-pandemic it costs money now it's insane right so the hawkeye guy foundation was was more built on uh transportation needs and to help out with transportation and lodging um, working with uh, miles and and hotel points to if that that is a donation tool for people if if they have just some lying around that there's a way that it can be kind of pooled together so that it can help people out. Um, nice. But really, yeah, it, it, we are trying to Drew and I are trying to help our community out and and however possible. You know, we're kind of in that like hockey gave so much to me, you know, quote unquote. <laughs> And then, right. <laughs> uh, and then, but it's really time to like give back to hockey. And, um, I mean, I weirdly felt like we all weirdly fell into this. I, I'm 40 years old on it as an international athlete. And like, I, I say, I'm not laughing. Like, that's I awesome. I'm jealous. 20 years ago, I was in, I was living in College Park. I was playing hockey, and that's all I cared about. Like, <laughs> I, I didn't think uh, 20 years later I, I'd be an international athlete or how I'd uh, have a weird way of getting there. Uh-huh. Well, what what was that path like? I know you mentioned, you know, uh, playing roller hockey in New Jersey and then ended up at College Park for school. Said you were a teacher. Um, so, you know, what what was that path like? And then what what at, what was like the the moment when you know you you ended up in blind hockey um so i uh i mean i uh i went to i played roller hockey growing up because uh my my father he my mother was that mother my father was one of the last cut from the baltimore colts and i played soccer <laughs> um, <laughs> i was i was a massive ice hockey fan and my mother was instrumental in creating a roller hockey rink in my town so nice. <laughs> i was i was Push towards the you're not going to kill yourself versions of, of, of sports. Right, um, right. <laughs> so I actually I actually weirdly grew up playing five on five outdoor roller hockey. So it was nice. It was as like as similar to ice hockey as you could be without hitting. Um, and I was lucky enough to to play roller hockey for five years at Maryland. Um, I uh, I graduated and and went and and taught in PG for for a year and a half that was a that oh, wow. was a fun time 
Yeah. 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 Uh, in Beltsville, actually. Yeah. Uh, it was it was the non PG PG school. Yeah. Aww. So really, <laughs> really quick, I where stayed, did you grow I, I up did... playing roller? Um, Bergen what County, rank? New Jersey. Bergenfield. Uh, okay, okay. 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 Where are you from? Well, because I live I live in the you know Maryland area, but I grew up around College Park and you said outdoor, so I was thinking there's oh, one Berwyn. uh yeah. in uh Lake Artemisia. Which is like oh, essentially okay. in between Greenbelt and College Park. So I was just curious oh, okay. right there. Yeah. You said you grew up there. Yeah. No, no, but. no. I, yeah, I grew up. I grew up in New Jersey. Okay. okay, um, okay. Yeah. And actually, I, I say that lovingly because ninety-five percent of my career was was in Title One districts. Um, mm-hmm. I, I spent a lot of. I ironically started uh, working towards a degree in special ed, and uh, one day I was coaching softball and drop my softball girls off at the late bus and I'm walking back into the gym and I'm rubbing my right eye and I look at the doors to the cafeteria and like part of the door is skew like I don't know if I'm a math teacher so like there's a line that's straight and there's a part of the line that's next to it and I'm like dude I am I have been teaching all day I'm not on drugs like that's not normal (laughs) I had never been to an eye doctor. I had never had issues with my eye. It was a month before my first wedding. And I say first wedding because that is a sign. And it should have been a sign. (laughs) (laughs) But it was not. (laughs) Don't go through with this. There's something. Um, So that was was the first of, I think, 15 neurological episodes in my optic nerve. So. Wow. We never really figured out what the what was causing the inflammation, but every time I'd have it, I'd lose acuity and I'd lose my visual field. Um, hmm. Within a year, I lost my left eye. Um, but for what I saw, I still consider myself like a, a normal human being. I could function everyday life. I was still teaching. I taught until um, it really started at, at about in tw- about 2015. It really started getting bad. Um, I would like, I'd miss kids handshakes and like trip over chairs. And like, it's a good thing. I was the guy that teach the kids liked, or like, I'd be the right. one that tripped over chairs. Like, right. <laughs> like they're just like, and they knew, they knew there was something wrong with my eyes. Hmm. Um, and in a, the school district that I was teaching at the end is actually the town I live in now. And, um, I taught the same kids for four years, last four years. And their eighth grade year was my last year. And it wasn't really planned, but um, it was kind of getting there to the point where they're special. Like, so I'm reading the test for them. And uh, one of them just raised their hand and they're like, can uh, do you mind if we read this test aloud to each other? And I'm like, oh, shit, what do I do? Uh, <laughs> and I'm like, all right, guys, yes, under one condition. What grade level do you think I read at? And they're like, third and i'm like oh god yeah go ahead (laughs) (laughs) i'm like oh yeah that yeah okay so later that year i uh i I made the decision to uh to retire um which i mean it stinks but it it, you know it's kind of it was in a slew of a couple more school shootings Mm. and like the fact that i can't keep kids safe in that situation was really the ultimate decision Uh, so that was uh that was wow that was uh april 2018 so fast forward to september 2019 and i'm doing dishes in my kitchen with the local news on 
which means I just turned on cable and somehow that news was on and I have no idea how. <laughs> and, I, and I hear a bunch of disabled people are finding joy in a sport they never thought they could play. And I'm like, hmm, that like my ears perk up. I start listening and I hear at New York Metro Blind Hockey and I'm like, what the like serendipity like plate in my hand should be dropping on the floor. Like <laughs> I'm like, no glasses on, bolting through my house to see my, see my to get close enough to my 72-inch TV. And I'm like, dude, that's ice hockey. What did he just say? <laughs> and um, so I like I immediately am like, now I'm searching. And I sent a couple of emails. The next day I'm talking to uh Monique, who is one of the people that runs the local team. And I'm I like, I'm calling the coach and I want to help out because in my head, like, it's a bunch of blind kids that can't find a puck. Like, I want to help them find a puck. Right. Um, and uh and she's like and, and i'm like yeah i like i i played hockey my that was what i did my entire life until i like stopped out of it like i was a teacher like i coached everything like i'm perfect for this and she's like josh i don't think you understand you don't you don't have to coach you can play and mm. like i am not embarrassed at 37 years old and my voice went like through the roof i'm like what <laughs> <laughs> and i was like no it doesn't matter childlike moment um, <laughs> so that was like mid-september of 2019 and uh october 21st to 20th to 2021 of 2019 um was my first time back on the ice like i get back on the ice so i'm like shuffling my feet around and i hear like some sort of cowbell in the distance and i'm like what is that <laughs> and they're like, that's our puck. And I'm like, oh, no, no, it's not. <laughs> um, and my wife actually got a video of like, after I start getting my legs together, I'm like, so I, I'm, a, I'm on one side. Um, and I'm like practicing, like getting down up the, uh, I, so I'm skating around, getting warmed up. Um, and I eat it. And the coach, you know, like, you know what would happen, like, if someone, some brand new person eats it right in the beginning of practice, like, coach bolts over there, hits the brake. Are you okay? Are you okay? Yeah, and I'm like, yeah. I'm like, nah, dude, I'm fine. You don't know me. I'll be down here all day. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, dude, and, and like, every, and the joke is, is that that's what everybody makes fun of me for. And like I don't care, I'm down there all the time, blocking shots, falling over. No, it makes no difference. <laughs> but every nobody knows that was literally the first thing I said to a coach on the when I got back on the ice. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so we're um, so we're working on getting down and get back, getting back up off the ice, and uh, then then I hear the coach go, uh, "Yeah, now we're gonna go down on both knees." And I hear out of the corner of my ear, "That's what she said." And I'm just like, I'm home. Yeah. <laughs> and it was just kind of one of those, oh my God, I'm back in a hockey rink. This is great. And then it's like, Johnny. That's awesome. So the coach comes from the other end, and I'm looking at the other end, and these kids flying all over the place. And I'm like, you know, but yeah, those are the coaches' kids. Like, they got to be the coaches' kids. They're just, they're getting the free ice time. They're enjoying it. So, Coach comes over. He's like, "Hey, do you want to come over and play with us?" I'm like, "Oh yeah, yeah, like with the coaches' kids." And he's like, "No, no, they're blind too." And I'm like, "Better not." 
<laughs> no, they're not. <laughs> and, and literally, and that's and that's every one of our first reactions. Like I'm blind, and I played for a long time, and I look at them, and I'm like, no, they're not. <laughs> no, they're not. And it's and and it's it's incredible just seeing just all the talent out of people who shouldn't be able to play that way. Like with with the vision they have, it's it's incredible. Yeah, I saw <laughs> um I saw some clips. I don't know if it was on your Instagram or the the Dented Puck Instagram, but there were clips of the Windy City Showdown. Um, I think you guys were promoting like the next years or something. And I was watching the videos like this looks like looks like I'm watching a live barn of like a high end youth game right now. Like when I'm watching my kids play or something like it, it was fast and people like we're in the right places and the puck was moving and like it was it was really cool to watch and 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 if you if i didn't know any better if i wasn't on instagram accounts that were devoted to blind hockey like i, I would think it was sighted hockey yeah and that's and that's really what it yeah. is is like there's both ends to it you do have you do have whatever it is like there's definitely the level of of the guys skating around trying to find the puck and then you have the elite <laughs> level like <laughs> The the best guy on Canada um, averaged up over a point a game in Canada Junior B. Oh man! Wow! Absolutely. <laughs> he, and and you know what? He is just so smooth. And then it it just and it's and and that's what we got. We got that's our answer. Like we try, yeah. but like that's <laughs> he is he's and they have a couple guys that that were high level juniors players because it's it's Canada and hockey and and where and. You know they grew up on skates, and down yes. here we uh, we grow up very many ways, and then we, yes. we try to push people <laughs> on skates. And and I tell every single kid that that was blind and learned to play hockey, dude, like power to you because I would never have done that. Like that is more <laughs> bonus than I have. <laughs> uh, so I also want to going back to Instagram too. So. The way that we all kind of got introduced is uh, you DM'd our Instagram account and you said, I uh, think I've been following you for a while. The second I saw Frederick, I burst out laughing. Why is that so funny? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, really, because because we drove to we used to drive over an hour out to Frederick for practice every day. And I mean, it is like the most unlikeliest of, of hockey areas. Um, but like it is, but it is like a large hockey area. And it's so funny that I was like, oh my God, I have such a weird hockey relationship with Frederick. Maryland. <laughs> and let me tell yeah, you, man. Frederick Maryland late night at fast food places is an interesting, interesting place. Oh, there you go, buddy. This is a this perfect is segue. A great segue. <laughs> John? Go for it, John. <laughs> All right. So we have a question because we are always curious about this. Late night, let's say you had a few pops, whatever. You walk into like a Sheets or a Wawa or a Royal Farms if you really are into that. Uh, we don't like Royal <laughs> Farms, but whatever. So if you were going to walk into a place like that, what is your MTO order? The shit like sandwich, sandwich to go? exactly yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh chicken chicken bacon american lettuce mayo um okay. 
Wawa wa- wa- chicken sandwich. Yeah. Wawa. Wawa okay. chicken sandwich. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Are you getting like chips or anything too? Like Funyuns? I'll go. You like Funyuns? Uh... <laughs> I'll go with the fun because we're going with Funyuns. I go with Funyuns. I like Funyuns. <laughs> I like Funyuns. There's nothing wrong with Funyuns. Nothing wrong with Funyuns. <laughs> there are people that disparage on Funyuns. Not right. Not right. So well, it's, funny that, it's funny that went that way. Yeah. So we'll detour a little bit. So I'm I'm curious after roller hockey, what did you see at the fast food places? Around here, oh, I'm curious. Oh, <laughs> I'm man. curious now. <laughs> there was our favorite. Our favorite was what we originally thought was a grandfather and his granddaughter that probably wasn't. Oh, cool. Oh, and, okay. and as oh, and as it, oh, and as and as we would go there more and more times, we're like, they're friendlier and friendlier, and they were like, yeah, they're, oh, no. they're, I'm like, no. yeah, this is yeah, this that we're in Frederick. <laughs> hey. Uh, hey, it's not West Virginia. Yeah, it's not, whoa, West, whoa, it's whoa. not, oh, no, it's no, not it's Hagerstown. Not. No, it's not. No, it's not. You live in Jersey, sir. I'm like, come on, come on. Hey, we got our own problems. It's not like exactly. that. We got our own problems. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was nothing. My buddy Dark. He's like, he's like, yeah, Frederick. He goes. But Hager's done it. Go, oh yeah, Hager's yeah, done it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And Go I think I was patch. like, yeah, I know people from Hager's down. Yeah. <laughs> oh, jeez. That's great. <laughs> this is probably going to mean nothing to me, but I've heard that this is how folks from Jersey determine where they're from. What exit of the turnpike do you <laughs> do you live nearest? <laughs> it's actually it's actually Parkway because there are only there are only there are sixteen exits to the turnpike, but there are a hundred like seventy something of the Parkway. Okay, uh, oh. and it's and and it's one sixty one. One sixty one. Yeah. No, no, it, well, the problem is, is the turnpike is like the South Jersey. You kind of come off, and the Parkway kind of goes on the shore. So uh, and that is that's usually. That's usually it, is what exit of the parkway. But if people actually say that to you, then there's seriously something wrong with them. <laughs> like, if they don't say it as a joke, don't answer it. Okay. <laughs> hey, you want to go get fast food, my granddaughter and I? <laughs> New perspective. I'll, I'll be completely honest. I... I, I knew that blind hockey was a thing, but I, I'd never really looked into it at all. I'd, I'd never seen any any the details about it before uh, before you were going to come on, and maybe not the best pun to make. My eyes are opened. I this is this is <laughs> cool. Good. This is yeah, really it, cool. It's wild, man. It the and videos like, I saw. You guys are good. You guys yeah, are fast. Go there's a. Uh, Go look. I uh, look at the Cana- Canadians. Uh, Canadian Blind Hockey YouTube has this weekend. Just, I mean, just watch. Just oh. watch us. Yeah. Watch how well the Canadians move the puck. It's un. It's unreal. I know. Like, I'll watch it. It's 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 unbelievable. And I mean, like, there's we have a kid. We have a we have a couple coming down the pipeline too. We got a 14 year old in down in Texas. The kid's gonna be unbelievable. <laughs> nice. and he's just and he's just coming into it he's the kid that i'm that i'm now teaching how to play like a man and i'm just like boom yeah <laughs> that's cool and, of, and now, of course he's he's also the one that like puck squirts out and i pulled one of those i'm 40 and i take two steps forward and then go oh crap 
and I threw my <laughs> hip out to, to, to pivot and oh. threw my hip out to the blind side and I threw a massive hip into this kid. <laughs> <laughs> so, this was, so this was like my mm. game of teaching him to be a man. And li- literally five minutes before I was like, Easton, I'll be here all day. And like, yeah. not even doing anything anywhere near penalties. You know, like little chippy hands on like smack this thing, push him around. And of course, like not five minutes later, do I lay a massive hip into him? And I'm like, I <laughs> right on top of him. I'm like, dude, that's not what I meant. I'm never gonna do that. I'm never gonna try to hurt you. And, like, <laughs> <laughs> and, and the, the ref comes uh. to get me, and he's like, two minutes. I'm like, of course it was. And I was like, like what are you doing? I'm like, I was apologizing. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> And I'm not the large one. There's some large men that move very fast and cannot see where they're going. And it is a it is a recipe for disaster. Oh man. <laughs> man. Now I have a question going back to like the foundation and everything you guys are running. So I know like the NHL does uh quite a bit of work with like sled hockey and they sponsor like teams in every market pretty much. A good chunk of the NHL teams do, at least in the States. Um does he NHL or USA hockey kind of help you guys, you know, supplement some of the travel and whatnot. I, uh, I mean, no, we are uh, pretty much very much pay to play. You guys are bootstrapping mm-hmm. it yourself. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, the, there's not been a really a precedent set. Uh, we are, we are under the USA hockey umbrella, but in order to, the, the difference is, we don't fall under the USOC umbrella until oh. we become a Paralympic sport. That so may, it's kind okay. of one of those, you know, it's like, like the chicken and the egg. Like we yeah. need them to grow. And they're like, no, we need you to be a Paralympic sport dude, for all this flush money to come in. Right. Um, right. So it's kind of one of those. Um, and the way Paralympics work, we need eight countries and a world championship. And COVID okay. really killed us in the growth outside our uh, continent. Because um, mm-hmm. we right now have, you know, the usual the usual suspects and a couple more. Sweden, Finland, Russia. Um, no, we have, we no, we have, no, no, no. No, 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 no. That's, that's kind of why I gave the, I know, the I little know. play. I know, but, I know. Um, <laughs> and, I mean, you know, you, 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 can't, you can't hold their little blind kids against Putin, so... At some point, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you said it. I didn't. <laughs> but so, like, so essentially, your usual suspects, and is it on both sides? That is, is it men's and women's? That it has uh, no, to be eight countries, co- both. It's co-ed. Um, okay, okay, okay. Co-ed, so it won't. But I mean, you know, filling out hockey teams is not easy. Yeah, that's uh, not. Yeah. Um, and filling out blind hockey teams is harder. But the um. The 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 rules to play for a country in Paralympics are very lax because it's all mm. about inclusion. So it's going to end up being like a lot of U.S. players and like kind of if you know what happened. Um, it was uh South Korea, right? South Korea yeah. had all the Canadians <laughs> on their team. Like yeah, kind of right. like that's kind of what's going to happen have to happen to the first couple of years to get it going. Um. There's a team in England. Also, there's one kind of starting in Germany. So you have more than oh, just cool. like the usual suspects. We're kind of go- getting towards that number. But the usual suspects are the ones that can actually find people that have been playing. And the mm. other ones kind of, you know, have to kind of facilitate and figure it out themselves. So and that's that's part of 
the goal too that that the foundation and you're basically you're trying to get to this, this the point of being a Paralympic sport, right? Yeah, it really is, and and it, well, I mean, it's it's awareness and and fundraising and, and all right. that. Yeah, like, yeah, it, it'll all come with it, and I mean. Finding blind people that played hockey is literally like is literally the needle in the haystack. Like it's <laughs> it happens, yeah. and it I mean it happened with me, and it happens with a bunch of my buddies. Like it, it just keeps happening over and over. But it really is just getting it out to ho- the hockey communities. Um, <laughs> and a lot of the NHL teams are taking their own routes with different teams in their areas. By us, I know the Caps have had involvement with the blind hockey team in the DC area. But it more of a, but it's not set up as a Capitals blind hockey team, and right, this is what right. like like sled hockey is that is, that every single team kind of has a sled division under the youth right. foundation, and it is kind of soup to nuts the way it goes. So yeah, <laughs> that's the way we're kind of trying to work in my local team in the New York area. We work kind of with we we did the we were the charity of the game for the Islanders for opening day. So nice. we oh, nice. got, you know, the, we got, yeah, we got a table. So we were doing, we were able to grow awareness. We got half the 50, 50 takes. We got money out of it. So, and you know, you guys know, being from the East coast, I, I took that and I went to the devils then I'm going to the Rangers then I'm going to the Flyers. <laughs> 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 yeah. The nice thing where you're at, you could hit a ton of teams. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, and the Flyers have been awesome in so the Flyers started to learn to skate program because that's kind of like how these start. You either have a learn to skate program or you start your team based on two or three hockey players that want to start a team. So right. the Flyers have a learn to skate program, but their youth foundation has been amazing um, for the Flyers. And they're trying to base theirs off what the Ducks are doing for one of my teammates, Blake. But, you know, that's hockey in the desert. And <laughs> we know what happens with hockey in the desert. Um. <laughs> yep. Yeah, they they play in college arenas. You're right. <laughs> I I left that. One, I set that one up nice and high. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you set those up great for us. <laughs> yeah. But really, like my main thing is, um, and I've been I've heard a bunch of like I've heard the phrase non-starter twice already. Because uh, you know they, you know all the cute little kids they put on the ice between periods, right? Like, right. And they do it to sell the to sell the upper deck tickets and get get fans there, and that's kind of what I'm pushing for because I want to show like like you guys are like wow these this doesn't look like blind guys like dude, these guys can play, and yeah. our goal is really to get between periods in an NHL game because we want to show those fans that we can play and that. When they when they look at it and they pull out their phones and they take a video of it and they share it, that's the idea. Yes, absolutely. Um, more awareness, yeah, yeah. But I've been told twice that it is a adults on the ice between periods is a non-starter, and I was like, I almost wanted to be like, dude, we're disabled. Knowing what I know now. I would be excited to hear that there was blind hockey in between periods at a game. That absolutely, yeah, I, it's this is cool, and it would be it like you said, it would be amazing for awareness to 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 grow grow that avenue of the sport. Absolutely, that'd be fantastic. It seems it seems very short sighted. 
Oh, I'm oh. And, and you, I can't you know get what? away from. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> I couldn't think of anything else. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at least you were like near side and you're like that. There are worse. Um, but really, like, I get the concept of not having ice adults on the ice because, like, it it, it it's not something you do. But I'm like, dude, I I don't I you don't want me to throw a bunch of blind kids on the ice that people aren't gonna be entertained. But if I throw, that's <laughs> what I tell people. I'm like. You give me ten. So, so, um, because of what the Islanders did, then we went to the Devils. So when the uh, in December, the Devils are giving us an hour of ice after the game, and okay. are supposedly promoting it during the game. So that's kind of the idea. So then we'll hopefully have some fans from the game, and you know maybe some suits, and you know the Devils yeah. locker room is somewhere back there. So, and that's <laughs> the idea. It's, it's really, it, it's showing. Showing it to hockey fans, and and that's how you right. that's how you spread the word. Yeah, and yeah. yeah, like you said, events like that, um, you know, even if it's not as well attended as the NHL game before or whatever, you know, folks are going to be taking video and they're going to be posting it, and and that's really you know it's something at least. Yeah, that's how yeah. you're going to get the eyes yeah. on, right? And that's how you're going to get the exposure, and that that'll be a great thing. So it's good that. You know, NHL clubs are are starting to take notice, but I I I get the rule that they have like no adults in between periods because they don't want idiots like the four of us out there because <laughs> 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 we would absolutely take them up on the opportunity and we would absolutely yep. go to the bar before we've skated in between one hundred percent. So yep. they don't need us out there. <laughs> <laughs> What's in this water bottle? <laughs> <laughs> Well, Josh, Josh, thanks for coming on, man. This has been great. It's been awesome talking to you. Uh, definitely, definitely shedding some light on an aspect of the sport that a lot of people probably don't don't know as much about. So this has been really good. Thank you so much for coming on. No problem, guys. I, I really appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. It's nice to talk to Maryland hockey guys again. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, dude. It's been awesome, man. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. No problem, guys. Have a good one. Thank you. Yeah, you too, too. All right, that'll wrap up episode 116. Thanks again to Josh Schneider for coming on and talking to us about blind hockey. That was really cool. I learned an awful lot about a part of the sport that I don't really hear about that much. Maybe that'll change. Josh's foundation is the Hawkeye Guy Foundation, and they're all about promoting inclusivity into blind hockey and trying to help people get in and continue to play. So check it out. Their website is thehawkeyeguy.com. Hawkeye is spelled H-O-C-K-E-Y-E. That's thehawkeyeguy.com. Check it out. Also, give a listen to his podcast, The Dented Puck. I'm sure you can find it anywhere that you found beers in the lot. So give him a listen, give him a like, review, subscribe. You know, the same thing you do for our podcast. On that note, thank you for your support of Beers in the Lot. We appreciate your listen. And if you enjoyed your listen, be sure to tell your friends, your teammates, your beer league, uh, anybody at Stick and Puck, whoever you can. Tell them about our show. That'll help us grow. And as always, be sure to check out beersandalot.com for info on how to join the Discord and jump into our little community, how to become a Patreon and support us, and everything else Beers and the Lot related. Check it out at beersandalot.com. So that'll do it for episode 116. Thank you again for your listen. We'll catch you next week. See you. See you.